Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories podcast. My name is Dr. Brandon Beck, and I am so excited for you to be here to join us today. This podcast was originally a live show that was aired across several different social media platforms. The goal of this show is to amplify the stories of amazing people, which serve as inspiration for your journey. Your story matters. It tells us who you are and who you want to be. Enjoy this opportunity to hear from these innovative thought leaders as they discuss what it means to unlock unlimited potential. If you are looking for an opportunity to connect further with me after this show, please visit brandonbeckedu.com to learn more about my speaking, coaching, consulting, and other offerings that are designed to help you and your organization find greater results in your journey. Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories show. Wow, so great to be here on this happy St. Patrick's Day, this beautiful Wednesday. So glad to have my man right here next door. This is, he's over here actually, I can't get my, there he is. Frank Rudneski, welcome to the show, Dr. Frank Rudneski. How you doing, Frank? Hey, what's happening, brother? I'm good, man. Patrick's Day. I'd like to send this out to my great-grandfather, Dennis McGuire. On my father's side, we have a lot going on ethnically, Irish being one of them. So, happy St. Paddy's Day. (laughs) Well, happy St. Paddy's Day to him as well. Yeah, awesome. So, Frank, I know we were just talking a little bit on the pre-show. We were talking about your journey. I mean, we know so much about you already. You're a former principal you're a speaker you're a story storyteller you're even a magician and i can't wait to talk a little bit more about that as well as you're the author most recently of fired up leadership which was released by codebreaker and also 50 great things leaders do and in addition in addition to that you are also a college professor so tell us a little bit about your story frank where do we start off how did you end up on this pathway to go from retired principal to professor to this person who's writing these awesome books that look like this one right here. Is that, hey, is that Bruce Springsteen? No, is it? I mean, it's, I, I do it better. He's, I could say he's one of the few people that are older than me that I come in contact with. So I'm getting, I, I, hopefully he'll be touring again next year. Uh, 2022. A lot, lot of things being pushed back. But uh, wh- where do we start? First of all, I don't use the word retired. I use the re- word refired because I am busier now than I've ever been in any point in in my life. And I think uh, a lot of that has to do with some of the toxic leadership that's out there. So if you're not telling your story, someone else is, and you may not like the ending. So wh- where do I start? Wow. Well, my first career choice out of the University of San Francisco was magic. And uh, I performed on the street. I performed in a magic shop at Fisherman's Wharf because I needed a job. And that just turned my world into 
another one of those passionate parts of if you want to do something, make it happen. You you can do it. So go out and, and do it. Even right before my educational career started, around 1986, I was chained up, handcuffed, nailed on a box, and thrown in a river on purpose. So it again, it was one of those things that I, I can do this. Uh, took research, commitment, hard work, and made it happen. So my journey now continues towards that moving, shaking, and difference-making of education and leadership. And that's how that's how you and I got together. Yeah, absolutely. The Codebreaker connection, of course, but also I've enjoyed following your journey. And I think, how did you get out of the box, man, that was thrown into the river? Well, I, if, if you're passionate about something, you're going to put that extra work into it, especially when your life's on the line. So... I did uh, a lot of research on my favorite magician at the time, Harry Houdini. And it was at the time, you know, you couldn't just do a Google search. Google was non-existent. You had to actually go into a library, sit down, do a card catalog search and find information on Harry Houdini. So that's how I first decided. And, And Houdini was a very secretive guy. So there were five different ways that he did any particular illusion or escape trick. So I worked it out, did the best for me. He was also a a very uh, high-end athlete. So a lot of the things that he did took uh, stamina, took strength, and took uh, uh, perseverance. So there was that component of it. The The whole illusion took me about a year to perfect, including the the physical fitness part of it, the research, the actual practice in my friend's pool, practicing holding my breath in the bathtub. I mean, it was it was it was a little crazy, but it was one of those uh, end games that it, it it was going to happen, so it happened. Yeah, that's that commitment to learning about doing something that maybe others are saying you couldn't do, and how that led you on a path to become more fired up, right? That's kind of your story. And so tell us a little bit about fired up leadership because you're kind of walking us right into it. So I think it's kind of like perfect time to talk a little bit about where'd your idea for the, you know, first of all, the title fired up leadership, where'd that, where did this all come from and, and what goes on in this book? I know there's a nice story behind that. Well, the segue fired up leadership was from the first book, 50 great things leaders do. Let's get fired up. So it was kind of a segue into let's keep that type of passion going. And that fire part is is all about the, the passion part. So uh, the idea actually came uh, about 20 years ago when I was a principal of a middle school. And we used to take groups of middle school students and train them to be leaders at 10 years old. So imagine that. Imagine if every 10-year-old had leadership training. And we, you and I know that leadership training is a, a whole ball of, of wax, meaning it's character development, meaning it's goal setting, meaning it's personal mission statement, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not just, okay, let's walk into the room. And when you leave, you're going to be a leader, but it, it takes, it takes years and it takes uh, people to look at themselves differently. So anyway, we would take these groups of students to what we called leadership exchanges. And one of my goals as a principal was to give every student 
a lesson during the course of the year. So I would give every fifth grader going to the classrooms, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth we had, and give them a leadership lesson. That that was my goal. That was my commitment. So then we started having these exchanges where why don't we train other schools? And as we were training, one component I forgot, obviously, were, were the adults. I never realized how many adults never saw themselves as leadership, as leaders or had leadership opportunities. And I always took it for granted because when I walked into the classroom for the first time, I knew that there was this leadership. I may have not had the theory. I may not have had uh, the the experience. But what I did have was the common sense to know that you have to be a leader or you're not doing this whole teacher thing or coaching thing, et cetera, et cetera. And that kind of filters down to the students and the other people in the building. I don't care if it's a custodian or a crossing guard or a bus driver, but they we're all in this together. And everyone starts understanding that they're playing as big of a role in leadership as the principal or the superintendent. Now, granted, there's a chain of command and some people are going to get more in trouble than others. One decisions are made, but that's how that's the mindset and the culture that we created. So this fired up leadership thing came out of workshops that we were doing and the leadership exchanges. And it had to be more methodical than the first book was 50 Great Things. You put you put those things in a jar, shake them up, pour them out on the table and grab a handful. You're going to be a better person and a better leader if you do any of those where fired up leadership is more methodical, meaning you have these four domains that are driven in the middle by your passion, by your heart. And that even though the other domains are feeding from each other, it's driven by you, by your heart, by your passion. And you start looking at yourself differently. People around you start looking at themselves differently because they've never been told that you, you, you have this, you can do this, you are, this is your leadership opportunity. And you don't have to be, it's not for the, just for the top few. You know, you don't have to be just the smartest, just the best at a sport, just the, the most vocal. It's just, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We can go all the way down the line. But there is opportunity for every one of us. And it, it, it really goes very well with un unlocking unlimited, your unlimited potential because uh, it, it crosses over a lot of the same vibes, a lot of the same uh, uh, theories. And even though we call it different things, uh, you know, the jargon, the jargon is, is all there. And yeah. when you, and when, when you see a person, whether it's your colleague or whether it's a student taken to a place where they thought they would never be. And then a decade later, they're saying, wait a minute, these are the same things I learned in middle school. Then that's where you legitimize all this research and hard work and common sense and experience that you and knowledge that you all put together. I absolutely agree. I mean, there's no age that, you know, we really shouldn't be waiting to teach people about leadership when they're teenagers, when they're in high school, when they're adults. And as you're seeing, I think by starting them young, we are opening up the door 
early enough so that people can start to understand. Because I really think that a lot of kids at a young age, when you see, when you say the word leader to them, they think of that one person who talks a lot or that one person who just takes control. And I think what you're, what you're, what you've been talking about really makes sense because, you know, I know in my classroom, I'm always talking about that stuff as well. And I, and, and the idea of being fired up leader, being a fired up leader really is about taking those self-limiting beliefs, pushing those to the side and having that I can do attitude. And I appreciate that. I think that that leads me into my next thing. I know part of um, what I've been doing over the past couple of weeks is I've been bringing in the people that are part of chapter seven in my book. And in the book, Unlocking Unlimited Potential, there's a chapter titled, When One Door Closes, a Virtual One Opens. And you wrote a piece, you submitted a piece for that, and you wrote a piece titled, Moving Forward. And I will quote your first sentence, which I believe kind of says it perfectly, right? About this pandemic, we're one year after this pandemic. The COVID-19 pandemic created a lot of unknowns, but it also allowed us the opportunity to do things differently. So what are we doing differently? What are you noticing that we're going to be doing differently in the future from your perspective, Frank? Well, it's if you have that mindset that things never remain the same. I mean, change is the constant here. We, we never thought it was going to happen that quickly because it usually doesn't. And education usually lags behind everything else because we just don't have the monetary resources. But the doors that opened up for us were, we, well, we have known each other. You and I, would we be sitting here talking right now had it not been for the COVID? Probably, maybe, but probably not. So it opened up these uh, windows of opportunity where people were able to share their stories. You know, I, I got to hear your story. I got to hear a plethora of other people's stories that I never would have heard before. And then you find these commonalities. And when you find these commonalities, you say, well, well wait a minute. Let, how strong would it be if we all got together or if we bring this person in or, or that person in? And you find like-minded people, but they may see things differently. So I call them the outliers, the heretics, and the disruptors. You know, we're disrupting the status quo, but for a positive ending. We're not disrupting for, you know, negativity and to blow things up. But if we're blowing them up, it's going to be a positive result because we're learning from each other. And that's what that's what a disruptor does. That's what, you know, when you unlock your unlimited potential, that's what happens. You, hey, granted, you're going to have walls, you're going to have barriers, but there are different ways to get around them, through them, over them that you may never have thought about before. You know, where one person lift you up and you're over that wall. You could, your strengths are eliminating other people's weaknesses and vice versa. The same thing, weaknesses are eliminated by you and they're eliminating your weaknesses. And th th then you have that strong tower and that strong tower as we move forward were these people that may never have had these leadership opportunities because they never saw themselves like that. Yeah, it starts with the foundation and we rise by lifting others. And I think a lot of times when we look at leadership, we sit there and we think that leadership is a, is a one person job and it's, 
if you're a leader that you have to have all the answers and you have to have all the you know all the things that need to be done in order to get from here to there and actually it's the exact opposite in fact if you're a leader and the people around you are empowered and they are all pitching in and raising each other up then that's the place we want to get to that transformational leadership side of things. And I so appreciate that. And you're right. Yeah. You know what, Frank, we probably wouldn't have met. I probably wouldn't have had the time to sit down or the moment to sit down and take a look in the mirror and say, man, I've been sitting around here for uh, you know, a couple of days now, a couple of weeks now, what am I going to do? I've had this book that I've been writing. I got to get this thing out there. And, and it wasn't until for me that I changed my words from, you know, I am writing a book you know, to, I am going to not just I am, but I am writing a book, but now I'm, I'm getting it published and how I change that tone from one thing to the other. So that idea about rising by lifting up others is so key. And also the idea that like pushing aside those, those beliefs that are saying no, or those beliefs that are holding your back or that imposter syndrome that we talk about all the time. I totally agree with what you're saying. It's like throwing ourselves in a box into a river and trying to get out <laughs> with, without the instructions. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no game plan. There's no roadmap. There's no way to get through a pandemic. And, and I'd like to take a moment and, and I think this is a great segue because what we do in this show is we talk about a elite, a leader who's out there who is, unlocking unlimited potential in all whom they serve. And one particular leader that brings that I met also throughout this pandemic, but someone who's really been amazing at getting himself out there and leading others is this guy right here, Roman Novak. Roman is the the king of hope, in my opinion. He is from Build, he has the Build Hope EDU chat, which runs on Sunday nights. 9 p.m. Eastern. I was so lucky to be a part of it. He is just celebrating two years straight. And I call, I actually texted him today and I said, hey, how many episodes is that? So he's coming up on his 105th Twitter chat called Build Hope EDU, which is amazing. You can follow him there at, Noah, at Novak Row. There, it is a W. It is Novak because there was no, there was no, there was no V in the Polish language. I learned that what listening to one of his podcasts. But Roman is the man, and he is also coming up with a book from Codebreaker. And talk about a guy who is really rising by lifting up others. Really great guy. Another guy that I, I never would have met or, or known about, possibly, if it wasn't for this uh, COVID that has been going on now into its second year. But yeah, that guy, you talk about uh, his, his Twitter chat on Sunday night. It's, it's all about hope. Now, who who doesn't want to talk about that? And perspective uh, from from his point of view. And I think he's a girl dad too, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I, I want to recheck my notes, but I'm pretty sure that is an accurate <laughs> statement as well. Since there are, we're all, this is a, a girl dad operation we have going on right now. I know I have three girls. I know you have your two. Amazing. It's amazing. We are we are we are rising up by lifting others then and they are awesome. Happy Women's Month, obviously in March. It's a great month for the ladies. Um, but yes, of course. And the other thing too about about Roman, and I don't want to go too long on him because I could talk all day. The fact that he has done 105 episodes means that 105 
straight Sundays in a row at 9 p.m. that he is running a Twitter chat and I and he's planning the questions. He's he's out there. He runs most of it by himself. Sometimes he does have a host who joins in. I've hosted one before, but I mean, really, he's out there doing his thing. And and I look forward to those chats because it's on the eve of Monday. So there's no better way to go to work on on Monday than sitting down Sunday night and really getting pumped talking about building hope because really if there's anything that I've needed during this time, it's hope because it's been a wild, wild school year. And I know there's a lot of educators out there who are feeling that same thing as well. And hopefully it's, we're over the, we're over the top now. I see a a lot of schools are are opening up or at least uh, attempting to open up. It seems like that vaccine is, is widespread. So we, uh, you know, that, that's what we have. Hey, if I got to get a booster shot every year, I get a flu shot every year anyway. But let, let's get back to perspective and uh, perception is reality for a second. Um, when I took my educational career in a different direction uh, after the principalship and I went around the schools all over North America, I never realized that how many people didn't see themselves as a leader. The, the number of, of teachers that came up to me and said, you know what, thank you for giving me that perspective because I never saw myself when I looked in the mirror as a leader. And me, I had a different mindset. Anybody that walked through that building, you you need to be a leader because that's the only way we're getting this this whole thing done. Uh, The first week I was a a principal, a custodian came up to me and said, thank you for treating us as equals. Now, can you imagine that? That try to get anything done in any school without a custodial maintenance staff. It, it, it just doesn't happen. I mean, I, granted, I've chipped in and wiped off tables, set up chairs, cleaned up floors, but that custodial maintenance staff is vital. And when you walk into a school, you'll know right away how good they are immediately across, as you go through that door. You'll see if that department is on cue or not. Yeah, Frank, you talk a lot about unlocking unlimited potential in the leaders around you, in the people, in the buildings, and in the, the students that you work with in your grad classes. So the million-dollar question is, what does unlocking unlimited potential mean to you? Can you finish my sentence? Unlocking unlimited potential means. Looking in the mirror and seeing yourself differently. And I could go on and on and on and on, but... Uh, I, it's hard enough to get a student to see who they are, but now try to get them to see who they can become. And that will make all the difference in the world. So that's a lot and living. So once you unlock, you got to live it. Absolutely. So Frank, you have so many great things going on. What's next? What's next for you? I know tonight you're going to be on the empower half hour with our guys, Bradley Skinner and Darren Peppard in your fastest half hour at 8 p.m. Eastern. So you're doing this twice today. I appreciate it, by the way. What's next for you? Uh, Well, I mean, uh, I'm not going to celebrate St. Patrick's Day until after the Empower Half Hour. But uh, I have some writing projects in the works and I am ready to bust out and pick up that speaking career again. So, hey, anybody needs a keynote, professional development, a workshop, hit, hit me up at Dr. Frank Rudd. And that'd be great when things do open up, if you and I can collaborate 
in person on a stage or in a workshop. How amazing would that be? Absolutely. How about a beach, man? How about we just collaborate on a beach in New Jersey somewhere? I think we need that yeah, I first. Mean, we, we could do that. We could do that too. And that's where I, I think I do my best work is speaking on the beach because nobody's going anywhere. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I wrote half my book on a beach. So uh, I totally agree with you and I appreciate that. Well, listen, Frank, inspireleadership.com. That is your website. It is up there. I also want to let everybody know you're also speaking at the Codebreaker Power Summit. I am yes, as well, sir. but you are speaking. What are you speaking about at the Codebreaker Power Summit? The five domains of fired up leadership. And it will be guaranteed to get you fired up. Absolutely. I love it. And most importantly, you see the ticker at the bottom. Tickets are selling fast. Get your tickets now for the Codebreaker Power Summit. They're $20, but they are going to run out. They are not going to make it much further into April, I can tell right now. So please get a chance to check that out. You can head over to codebreakeredu.com for more information to find out more about who's speaking. They released their speaker list. It's a great list. You can check out Codebreaker on all social medias, and you'll see announcements happening every day. We have a lot going on. That's great. I appreciate all of you. I want to wish everybody a happy St. Patty's Day. And most importantly, I want you all to remember that the journey toward unlocking unlimited potential begins with us. And remember to educate with passion. I know you have your sign off, my man. I want to hear it. Peace and love. Always win. There it is. Stay fired up, everybody. Have an awesome day. This podcast is proud to be a part of the Codebreaker Podcast Network and also the entire family of disruptors at Codebreaker.